Carrie. And I'm Stephanie, and this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Oh, there is? Oh, hey! <laughs> hey! <laughs> it did a countdown. Three, two, one. Our recording stuff changed, guys. It's so cool. We're using Zencaster, so if anyone else uses it, they updated, and it's all different. <laughs> it's definitely different, but I kind of like it. And there's a there's a raise your hand. What does it do? I have something to say. <laughs> and then I click on your hand, <laughs> and we can mute our mics easier. That is so... It just looks more modern and everything, so it looks yep. nice. I like it. Great job. Yeah. Good job, Zencaster. <laughs> Not good job, Hallmark. <laughs> no, not good job, Hallmark. Because this week we're talking about the mix-up in the Mediterranean movie, which I cannot believe they kept this title. It sounded like a placeholder, but then they just went with it. Yeah, it w- it's not good. <laughs> no, it's a mouthful. Uh, but to refresh everyone's memory, this movie has Jessica Lowndes and Jeremy Jordan. They are in Malta. And Jeremy plays twins. One works in an Alaskan diner. The other is married to his husband and they own a, an upscale restaurant. And Jessica's character is like an event planner of this cooking contest. And that's where they all converge at this cooking contest in Malta. And it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, so we don't really have, I I mean, I know I don't, I wrote like four things to talk about, and I don't think you really had anything to talk about either, so we're Mm kind of just jumping into our scores this week, Yep. and the things that I had to say fit into the way we score anyway, so I'll just mention them there. Yep, sounds good. All right. (laughs) This is a fast track episode, (laughs) y'all. It sure is. Welcome to the end. Yes, this is what happens when we don't care for a movie. Yep. So. At least we watched it this time because in Christmas we were like, well, you watched them. I was like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> That's true. Except for the ones I really didn't want to watch. I really didn't watch. There so. Weren't, there weren't that many of those, though. No, there wasn't. And truthfully, I was looking forward to this one a little bit just for Malta. And I like Jessica and Jeremy fine. But Yeah. Okay, yeah. so for a set, what did you give it? I gave it a four, and the only oh. reason that it did not get a five is because I felt like they didn't hardly show any of Malta. Yeah, that's why I gave it a three. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you were like, oh, because it was. I thought you were going to give it a five. No. I, the only scene that I really felt like I got any feeling of what Malta is like was the farmer's market scene when they were walking through that corridor. Mm -hmm. That was really pretty. You could see Malta in the background. Even though, like, the cooking kitchens had Malta technically in the background, you couldn't see it most of the time. It was just sky behind them. Yeah, but I did like that they were cooking outside in this open area that overlooked the town or city. So that was pretty, but you're right. It didn't really feel like we were in a different country a lot of the time. There just weren't a lot of great shots, which is surprising because when you're on location, even during COVID, which is when this was shot, (laughs) you'd think you get some good shots. Well, and maybe COVID was the reason. Like, I wonder if they were limited on the places that they could go. 
But they didn't even go to like the beach, the waterfront or anything. No. They like mainly stuck to this hotel. Yep. Which wasn't even that special looking. And I feel like if they really couldn't personally go somewhere, they could have used drones and got a lot of nice aerial shots to use more. That is true. But we didn't even get that. No, it was ve- it was very disappointing. Yep. So, terrible job, Hallmark. <laughs> what did you do for style? I also gave it a three because I couldn't really remember much of anything. And they were really cliche on the looks as far as the twins. Like, Jeremy's character that falls in love with Jessica is supposed to be like the straight down home, you know, boy next door I don't even know, out in the Alaskan wilderness. So he has a lot of plaid and very sloppy. And then his gay brother is supposed to be all like buttoned up and suave. I don't know. It was very cliche. And then I also disliked Jessica's very flat hair. I know it's a look, but I don't care for that look. (laughs) Her hair did not bother me. I mean, I don't remember her hair really other than I think there was one scene where she was like doing a ponytail, which I was like, oh, well, that's a different look. But I will say I gave it a four for style because Mm. I actually think there were several times when I was watching this that I was like, oh, I really like Jessica's outfits. And they did not go normal on her. Her eyeshadow was really super heavy at points. She had these really like New York style fashion forward outfits that I felt like she's an event planner. It, It fit with her. But it was not normal what you see in Hallmark movies, I didn't feel like. Yeah. I didn't like her makeup either. But I also feel like this is a look they give her a lot, which is very heavy around the eyes. Because her eyes are really pretty. So they really try to play it up with this dark makeup, which I don't care for. I wonder if she likes it. And then that's like her... Her signature? Yeah, like she gets to say how her makeup is done. Maybe. I don't know. That's just a personal personal preference, though, for me. So it's not. Yeah, I didn't hate her makeup. I thought in times it was too heavy, but I was actually more surprised that it was that way. It was as strong as it was, especially in one scene where I feel like I don't know if this is correct. I felt like she was wearing black and her eye makeup was really black. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this is really dark. Um, I think it was towards the end, maybe at the when they were announcing the winner. I don't know. Yeah. And I'm just thinking of this now. Like, I understand she was in a professional setting and, you know, whatever. But they were in Malta, which is a seaside place. Her outfits weren't very light either. No. You know, kind of what you would expect there. So, I don't know. Styling just, it didn't fit. But her, but maybe it was meant to be that way because this was her first big event and she wanted to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I could see someone who has never done this on this stage before not wanting to take any chances at looking too casual. Yeah, that makes sense. So, anyway, they probably didn't put that much thought into it. <laughs> no. I will say one thing I did like, I liked her last dress. I thought it was pretty. Oh, it was like I a teal. Too. Yeah. It was really nice. Yep. 
That's all um, you have to say about that. <laughs> yeah. And I actually really liked the way Jeremy Jordan looked when he was dressed up. Like, I thought he looked nice, but I do think it was very cliche, the mm-hmm. way that they set them up. And maybe if one of the brothers hadn't been gay, it wouldn't have felt as cliche. But I, I'm sure they were doing that because it's not like, it's not like women where you can give women, like, Jessica Lowndes, they could have, like, chosen Aaron Krakow now, how she has the short hair. And put mm-hmm. in extensions and made them look completely different. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah, something like that that they tend to do with like I think they did that on, um, the Princess Switch. Oh yeah, you know the first one where she had the really short hair. The Margaret had the really short hair, and then they ended up chopping off the other hair. So I feel like they do that with women, but there's not a really good way to do that with men as easily. I mean, one could have long hair, but Jeremy would then have to grow out his long hair. <laughs> yeah. His hair from from what he normally wears it. You know. That's true. Guys don't have as many options. Yeah. Or they could have just picked real twins. True. The guys that we the guys from um whatchamacallit that we didn't well, know were twins and we thought they were the same person. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> what are their names now? One is one. I feel like it's Aaron and something. Oh man, now I gotta look this up because we have to. We have to know. Okay, the only thing I can ever think of with his brother is in a heartbeat. (laughs) That's the only thing. I was gonna say X Men, but there's a lot of people in X Men. Yeah, that one might have been tough. All right, let's see. Sean Ashmore. Okay, so there's Sean and then his brother. Who is this? Is Aaron Ashmore. You got one and I got the other. <laughs> Woohoo! And ironically, it's the ones that we knew ahead of time. Like, like Sean was the one I didn't know Aaron existed and you didn't know Sean existed. Right? Yeah. Because you always ref you when you saw Sean, you thought it was Aaron. Oh yeah. Yeah. And when I saw Aaron, I thought it was Sean. Yeah, so yeah. confusing. But these are real twin actors that they could have cast. <laughs> oh, and they've played in Hallmark movies. Or at least one. One of them has. At least one, yeah. And they've played in the Lifetime ones. So they're part of the world. They are. Okay. Are we ready for storyline? Yes. Okay, what'd you, what'd you give it? A one. So did I! (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like most of this movie felt really uncomfortable. Because, Mm -hmm. first of all, I saw the promo and they promoed that Doe scene, which we already talked about was never going to be as good as Sweet Sugar and Spice Holiday. Mm -hmm. But then... You put in the caveat of her thinking that he's a married gay man, and it yep. was so much more uncomfortable. It just did not make sense. Nope. Because a relationship between them just wasn't believable at all, because you have this wall of, he's a married gay man, you know? And would she be really doing these romantic dates and thinking these things with this guy. No, it just, it didn't work. 
I didn't think it worked either. And I will also say, I did not like the reconciliation between her and her dad. Was it just me or did they just totally like skim across that? And he's like, I'm so proud of you, honey. No conversation, nothing. (laughs) Yeah, I just thought that whole storyline was, it was just pushed too hard. They were trying too hard to make it into something. Well, yeah, and then they didn't even succeed because they pushed it until they just went past it as if it didn't matter. Let's just mm-hmm. let's just tie it up in a bow so it's done. Although if it doesn't just take someone telling you that they're proud that they're proud of you to like solve the problems that you guys have. Yeah. It just I didn't like it. And then the end which you saw coming cuz she was all about like there's this 2 month rule that I live by. Oh, yes. Which is- I'm like this is the dumbest freaking rule I agree. where She's like, if I can't, what is it? If I can't forgive you for something or if I can't forget about it in two months, then it's not going to work out. I'm never going to get over it. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. So then two months later, she got over it. (laughs) She shows up. Uh, Two months (laughs) minus one day. (laughs) Was that a thing? I didn't even pay attention. Yeah, because he said, she's like, well, it's almost two months. And he goes, yeah, tomorrow or something like that. He made this comment oh i missed that or i just didn't care honestly it was a drag getting through this movie yeah i did like the last scene if if the whole movie had not been the middle part where they're pretending to be each other Mm -hmm. i could i would have liked it a lot better i don't know i but like i liked the beginning when they were each themselves and I liked the end when they were each themselves, but I did not like the middle section. I all. liked it when they were themselves, but I do think Jeremy was, again, being too cliche playing this gay character. And he played him really mean. He was really mean. And he didn't really, I don't think he really got redeemed in the end. He still kind of had an attitude. So <laughs> I don't know. I just didn't care for it. I agree. I didn't love, I did love the husband though. Yeah. I really do like Callum Blue. He was in Princess Diaries too. He was the prince Anne oh, Hathaway. Wait, that's the guy? Or, yeah. He was the British guy that she was going to marry, but then she doesn't, she doesn't marry him because you know, Chris Pine. He looks a lot older than he really is. I feel like. Well, the second Princess Diaries came out like 2005. That's 15 years ago. I know, but he, I felt like even in the pictures you in the preview when I was like, "Oh, they're putting there's a gay couple here." Like, no, that must be his dad, and it was because of Jeremy Jordan. But why would you go to that was his dad? Why wouldn't it have been his brother? Hmm, that's true. I don't know. I just felt like he. Now I want to know what the age difference is there. Older. Let's see. I'm gonna Google. Jeremy Jordan. I'll do the other one. Age. Third. Whoa, thirty-six years old. I would not have placed him at thirty-six. He's forty-three. Whoa. My mind is being blown left and right. <laughs> I really did not think Jeremy Jordan was that old. He doesn't look that old. He has a baby face. Mm-hmm. All right. 
What did you give it for roses? I gave it a two. Oh, wow. You did better than me. <laughs> well, I was like, should I give it a one or a two? And I was just like, well, I'll just give it a two. <laughs> I only gave it a one and a half because I liked the end when he's working with his brother and they end up getting together as each other. Mm-hmm. Like the ending scene redeemed them as a couple for me a little bit. Not completely, but at least a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, not for me. But you still rated it higher <laughs> than I did. That's true. I don't know why I rated it higher. I guess because Malta's romantic, even though we barely saw Malta. <laughs> I was going to say, if you stay in your hotel. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, some people might actually find that romantic. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, um, <laughs> that could be romantic, Carrie. <laughs> oh, man. So this is clearly so, yeah. a love for you, huh? Oh, yeah. No <laughs> nonsense. <Mm-mm. laughs> yeah, we're both nonsense, guys. And it is in last place where I am guaranteeing that it is going to stay. There's no way the Tyler Hines movie can be worse. I completely agree. There's no way. Like, if only just because of Tyler Hines. (laughs) Well, and there was something that happened in that. I saw a preview of it. And there was something that literally made me laugh out loud. And it was like a second long, like... Oh, it was her dancing. Did you see that scene? Yeah, I did. And then and I was like, oh, this is funny. Because it was a comment that he made. Because you know how he's, he's just a little bit. He's not as sarcastic as like Paul Campbell, but he's a little snarky. Mm-hmm. You know? And it was the way he said the line. And I was like, this would totally be me and this character. I am her. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he always, he says some funny, kind of sarcastic things. He's sassy. Yeah. It's okay. I am, I just remembered that I am worried about possibly cheating on the edge since she's engaged to his brother, but we shall see. I agree, but I do, I I thought about this way later, and you kind of mentioned this, so maybe you had thought about it earlier, and it's called It Was Always You. So that seems to me that there was something between them in the past. Yeah. Still not okay that she was engaged, that she's engaged to his brother, but it makes me feel better than like. Than like if they weren't, they had never been together. (laughs) We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully it's not as bad. Because I think that was one of the big failings of this mix up in the Mediterranean is just the. Not necessarily cheating, but the total unbelievability because that person's taken. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Well, I also have to say, we just found out that there is a March 6th movie that is not part of Love After F- a- Ever After, but Spring, what's it called? Fling? Mm-hmm. It doesn't start until the 20th. So it's not part of that either. So maybe next week we'll talk about the summary real fast. Give it to people. Yeah. See if they want to, so they can know if they want to watch or not. Is that the Prince one? Yep. With your favorite. 
yeah, it has my favorite Natalie Hall from You're Baking Me Crazy and the guy we love from Falling at Look Lodge or whatever. <laughs> love at Look Lodge. Right. What was Falling for? No, I think it was... Um, I think it was Follow Me to Daisy Hill. Was that it? I used to get those two confused. I was like, which one's what? Yeah. Well, again, with the terrible names. Or maybe it just has two names. <laughs> but it's that guy from the Look Lodge movie yep. this past fall, if anyone cares. He's playing yep. a prince. So we'll talk about that, and we'll review the next Tyler Hines movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually excited about this one. I think it's going to It's definitely, I think, got the chance to be the best one. Yeah, it does. But we'll see. I don't know. These Love Ever After ones haven't been as good as the winter movies. I I agree. And I just don't usually like watch the seasonal ones because I only have the Christmas during, I only usually have the channels during Christmas. Mm -hmm. But you would think that the bar would be a lot lower on Christmas movies because they're making so many of them. But it's not. <laughs> no. I'm thinking the opposite is true because they have so much scrutiny on them because there's so many of them that they make them oh, better. Could be. Could be. Well, but yeah. This is what we get for starting a podcast talking about Hallmark movies and watching them. We <laughs> then when we to- see the seasonal ones, we have to be like, ugh. <laughs> One of these days we're going to be like, okay, guys, we'll see you back in July at Christmas time. <laughs> we're going on hiatus. <laughs> oh, we man. are going to put up in our stories. I'm going to make them after this so that they are ready to go. We are going to put in our stories so you can vote, like so you can score this movie. I'm curious to know how people feel. Well, I know one person who liked it. Jen? Yep. Shout Jen. out to Jen. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> you said she likes Jeremy Jordan a lot. Well, and I think she likes Jessica. Okay. You can correct me if I'm wrong, Jen. But yeah, she liked it. Well, I'm glad somebody did. It's it was It was for somebody. It just wasn't for either one of us. Nope. That's okay. That's okay. All right. Bye, guys. That was our fast round. Until next time. (laughs) So subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when we have new episodes released. And if you're on Apple Podcast, we'd love it if you leave us a review. Apparently, those are really super helpful in getting your podcast seen. And our social media. Yes. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Love and Nonsense Podcast. Talk to you later. Bye.